Well, joining us for a look at the day's market action is MTS Suleiman from Centio Capital. Thank you so much for your time, MTS. I will not even be going into macroeconomic movements at this point because so much came out of the JSC. Let's start off with Vodacom, uh, in which markets just did not react very well, saying that revenue was up over 35%, but that growth uh, disappearing as we went down to the bottom line with uh, headline earnings per share slumping more than a 4%. Of course, that interim dividend uh, also declined there uh, we did see the, the market reaction valid do you think yeah um, hi Zanati I think overall if you look at it you know with the inclusion of Egypt the numbers are bolstered by that acquisition but if you look at it from an underlying operating company perspective South Africa grew uh, by four percent and it just shows that it's still a tough macroeconomic environment although things are starting to get incrementally better the company is spending quite a bit in terms of making sure that its network is um, resilient to cope with the load shedding that we've seen. And they've spent like four and a half billion over the last four years. So it just shows that there's been quite a bit of investment into making sure the network is up and running. And that has affected network quality, you know, when we do have load shedding and also usage. Um, and if the network's not working, consumers can't use um, data, they can't make phone calls, and it affects the revenues for the company. So they're spending a lot on, on CapEx. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, um, data is still doing very well. I think um, Egypt is a big market. It's growing quite strongly, but the macroeconomic environment is is tough there and getting cash out of Egypt has been problematic. So we've seen a bit of a risk change in Vodacom's profile from very defensive South uh, African-based company to more of a African growth um, company with with the acquisition of Egypt. That is actually very interesting that you say that we have seen a risk change in Vodacom's profile because that was always MTN's thing. So uh, quite interesting to see uh, Vodacom uh, kind of entering the same uh, WhatsApp group there. Uh, let's go into Raubex. Um, and over there, you saw double-digit growth everywhere from the top to the bottom line. Even the dividend was hiked by almost a fifth. The market's reacting accordingly. That share price up almost uh, 2% as well. Is this one of those consistent performers? Yeah, I think overall the construction sector as a whole has been very tough, but the the ones that have survived, Raubex and Wilson Bailey Homes, have done particularly well. And I think Raubex has diversified its revenue streams into other areas. Um, they've also got a bit of geographical diversification with um, Australia and UK being in the mix. And those uh, jurisdictions have performed well. But if you look at it from an overall perspective, um, the underlying operations in the contract mining space, uh, the materials and handling division did well. And I think they were very well positioned to benefit from the infrastructure spend and investment that South Africa needs and is happening, but not on a material scale. But, you know, if we do see some of that spend come back, um, they're very well positioned with a strong balance sheet to capitalize on that growth. 
that uh-huh. you should see in the investment space. Well, talking about strong balance sheet, Altron says it has a very strong balance sheet uh, to the point where uh, it even upped its uh, dividend payout ratio uh, from 40 to uh, 50 percent. So, of course, uh, they came out with interim results. Their uh, revenue up 4 percent. Well, this is from continuing operations. HIPS up 19 percent, of course, was a different story looking at uh, the results from the group perspective. But we saw that share price sparking over 9 percent. Is this uh, investors very excited about the good returns here? Yeah, I think if you unpack it to the star of uh, the results was yeah. the, yeah, you know, the the division in terms of the car tracking, which did mm. very well. Um, NetStar, that you saw good subscriber growth up 26%. You saw EBITDA of passing a billion rand for the first time in that division. So that was really the star um, division out of the total uh, group. They're very cash generative. So, you know, that speaks to the dividend that was declared. Mm. And there were a few non-cash items that distorted the results overall. But I think if you look at it from a continuing operating basis, a solid set of results, um, they are looking at expanding um, their geographical reach in Malaysia and Australia with some presence there already. So I think trying to replicate the model um, that some of the peers have uh, had success internationally. Yeah, all right. Well, talking about uh, models, uh, ShopRite, assuming their model still works because they talk about uh, gaining market share, they uh, updated us about uh, on their uh, quarterly um, performance uh, for the quarter ended September. So saying that they incre- uh, increased uh, group sales uh, by 13.2%. Uh, that growth was less than the prior comparative period, but they do say that that is from a high base. Did anything stand out for you in that update? I think it's uh, overall a very solid set of um, results from ShopRite. They've been a consistent uh, market performer and gaining market share. You know, they've they've gained market share for 55 months now consistently, um, and and they're growing well ahead of their peers. So if you look at it, 13.2% revenue growth, inflation was at 8.3%, which is below the headline uh, food inflation. Although, you know, food inflation is still quite high, but it just shows that their leadership is entrenched. They're spending well ahead of all of their peers in, in that space and um, really gaining market share while some of their peers are really struggling with regards to stock availability and getting um, their stores up to the same level that ShopRite really has got them up to. Ah, all right. Before we get to your stock pick for today, MTS, I quickly want to check in on Zeta because that share price surged 13% after the uh, full year trading statement that they gave us saying that they expect headline earnings per share to increase by as much as 20%, uh, saying that they, uh, they've sustained operating uh, profit margins. Talk to me about what's driving investor sentiment here. Yeah, I think Zeta is one of those shares that's almost under under the radar in terms of liquidity, and it's one of the smaller cap shares uh, listed on our market. But if you look at it, you know, very solid set of results. They're benefiting again from um, better travel and tourism, where the the car rental fleets are being utilized to a better extent, but also trying new models in terms of making sure that they're not just reliant on the rental business. So um, exploring the option of a leasing business in terms of what the consumer needs and looking at a model that can work in that space and really trying to get the annuity income um, up from rather it being very um, variable. So I think it's it's a small cap uh, share 
under the radar, but a very uh, solid set of um, results. Ah, all right. Well, let's check in uh, on your stock pick for today. Yeah, I'm going with Richmond. Um, you know, they did report results last week. Um, it wasn't as good as the market was expecting, but I, I think if you look at it from an overall perspective in the luxury sector, we have seen a slowdown come through, and that's as expected from a very high base post the COVID period. Richmond has essentially two divisions, which is the jewelry division, and that has very high margins at 35%, and it's growing in a very fragmented jewelry space. The other division is the, the specialist watchmakers. And although you know um, revenue was down in that space, their margins are still uh, just below 20%. And I think there's still scope for them to grow further in that space. Combined with that, they've got a very solid balance sheet, and that will stand them in good stead if we do have a tough environment, but also to make small bolt-on acquisitions to further their growth objectives. Ah, margins of 35%. Wouldn't the construction industry dream of those margins? <laughs> Thank you so much yeah. for your time, MTS. That was MTS Suleiman from Sentio Capital.